Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded in front of a live audience. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Friday at the Moose. Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Gateway City. We are loud. We are loud and proud. Dan's going to stand up here. We don't need a ladder when we have a Dan, and he's going to move the speaker in the correct direction. Daniel Minute Bull Fathers. <laughs> no, nope. other way. Other way. Other way. There you go. There we go. Way better. Way better. Okay. Perfect. Oh, yep. Gave it a love tap, too. All Thanks, right. Dan. Round of applause. Hey. You know what's nice? Nobody did go. that for us. Nope. Nobody did that for the fucking live entertainment, nope. but yep. you did it for nah. a guy who pushed a thing that was tall. Pushed a fucking speaker. Great. Fuck you, Dan. I hate you now. <laughs> if this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. The way that it works is I ask a question. you got about 30 seconds to answer that question. At the end of those 30 seconds, I, uh, I say boards up. You put your board up. I say the correct answer. If you have the correct answer, you leave your board up. If you have the incorrect answer, you put your board down. Kevin will go around and he will say your team number. When he has said your team number, it means it's safe to put your board down because your points will be marked on the board. Whoever gets the most points at the end of each round is going home with some prizes from the fine folks at the Moose Gateway or getting to spin the new and updated Wheel of Misfortune that now gives you the ability to have plus three points oh. or to lose all your points from the round. It's much more misfortunate. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's significantly more misfortune and significantly yeah. less fortune. Yeah. I think now the, the biggest prize on there literally is a piece of gum from your pocket. It's a really good brand of gum. It is a good brand. Uh, what is it? Fucking cinnamon and licorice or whatever? What, do you, what is it? I call it dickerish. Right. The only rule of trivia is there's no cell phones allowed at your table during the trivia round. If you take your cell phone out, I will put it in my pocket and serve it to someone else's dickerish. There you go. Would you like a piece of dickerish? Round one, question one. Round one, question one. True or false? Kellogg's was required to change Cornelius the Rooster's name because of a copyright held by the Roman Catholic Church for St. Cornelius the Centurion. True or false? Kellogg's was required to change Cornelius the Rooster's name because of a copyright held by the Roman Catholic Church for St. Cornelius the Centurion. Was it cornflakes invented to stop kids from masturbating? A lot of things were invented to stop kids from masturbating, like barbed wire. Yeah. The movie? Yeah. <laughs> A real left turn on that one. <laughs> Good luck masturbating on this. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is about yeah. a superhero stripper what? played by Pamela Anderson. <laughs> What's happening here? Boards up. We're looking for That is so false. All of that is false. Yeah. Come on, man. The Catholic Church is powerful, but not serial powerful. Question number two. What artist holds the world record for the most words in a hit single? What artist holds the record for the most words in a hit single? Most words at 4.28 words per second. <laughs> Unlistenable. It's not. It's actually kind of good. It is really good. I, I would have guessed this. Like I have no idea who it would have been, but this would have been my guess. Raffi. Yeah, Raffi. Boards up. Song? Banana phone. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Eminem. Looking for Eminem with the rap god at 1,560 words. Ooh, Eminem. Banana phone. Question number three. Banana phone. What is the currency used in the video game Horizon Zero Dawn? What is the name of the currency in the video game Horizon Zero Dawn? I will give you, I don't know if there's going to be a hint or not, but they're like little triangles of metal. And the name is kind of derived from that. Niblets. 
<laughs> Sharpies. <laughs> Pointers. Ru- rust Sharpies. Hey, you got any of those uh, TB pointies <laughs> over there? I'm thinking of tetanus, not tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. How do you get tuberculosis? Is it from rusty things? Tetanus dollars, yeah. Boards up. We're looking for shards. We are looking for shards, not sharts. Not sharts. Important oh. note. 11 got it. That's it, nerd. Team number 11, only one's able to get that one, snatching up the butthole, snatching up a, a shard. Yeah, a shard. Just going to say, <laughs> question I mean, number four. Yeah. Roll it around your mouth. Yeah. What is the state capital of New York? What is the state capital of New York? New York. Can you do, can you do the whole song right now? No. I don't even know the words. Start spreading the news. Stop? Start. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a New York accent. Start spreading. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I don't know. Is Neil Diamond from New York? Is that why you're so good at both of those? No, I don't know, but uh, last night at Bingo, we listened to Neil Diamond pretty much like through most of it. What was it like to, oh, do, a, so good. to do a bingo completely erect? Pretty amazing. Boards up. We're looking for Albany. We're looking for the fun place of Albany. Albany. Super weird. If you can make it in Albany, you can make it anywhere. Multiple choice question. Which of the following is the name of a sexual maneuver found on UrbanDictionary.com? Is it A, Alligator Fuckhouse, B, New York Cheese Bake, or C, Undercup Couch Monster? Which of the following is a sexual maneuver that is found on UrbanDictionary.com? Is it A, Alligator Fuckhouse, B, New York Cheese Bake, or C, Undercup Couch Monster? Alligator Fuckhouse? I thought they shut that place down. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) What's that from? Uh, yeah, oh, that's uh, right. They called it the Mosey. The Mosey on in over yeah, in yeah. these parts. Going over to the alligator fuckhouse for I heard some wings. I heard it's two bars in one. One's a great sports bar, and the other one's crazy fun. Oh, yeah, that song. That jingle, it lives in great me forever. jingle. I was like three singing that in the back of my yeah, dad's GMC. Crazy fun. Boards yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Boards up. We're looking for A, an alligator fuckhouse. A, the alligator fuckhouse. Explain. So basically... What it is, is when you are having coitus, you uh, wrap your arms and legs around your partner and bite their neck as hard as you possibly can, and then roll to disorient them. Death roll. Yeah, yeah. While still having sex. Huh. Both ladies and men and everyone in between can do it, so it's an equal... It's an equal opportunity sex move. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. you initiate the bite and the, and the capture, and you can do it. Right. Where does house come from? Because uh, it usually happens in a house, I think. Question number six. Fuck. We're all learning here. Dude, I don't know, man. There's something wrong with humans. <laughs> Question six. In what decade was the symphonic fairy tale Peter and the Wolf first published? In what decade was the symphonic fairy tale Peter and the Wolf first published? Uh, described as symphonic fairy tale because the the gentleman who made it was like, oh, I want to write a kid's story that's a symphony. So he wrote the entire symphony and then added a story behind it. And it is described as the first symphony for children ever. Peter and the Wolf. I remember that from being a kid. I think every kid probably remembers some iteration of it. 
Maybe Disney or something. I don't know. I, I think Disney probably did. Like, uh, I, yeah, I I just remember the name. I don't remember anything about it. There's like a, it, a duck named Sasha. <laughs> what? Because he's Russian. Petrov. Oh, so male duck named Sasha. Yeah. Okay. I like the idea of a female duck named Sasha. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Sash is a really good name for a duck. Boards up. It was first published in 1936, 1930s. The 30s? All right, Team One. Way to go. Team One snatching up Peter in the butthole. Congratulations. <laughs> Wolfing down that butt. Peter in the butt wolf. Question number seven. How many seas on planet Earth have no land boundary? How many seas on planet Earth have no land boundary? Boundary, meaning that there's no, you know, coast. There's no, there's no place that someone could go to shore. It's inside of another, another body of water. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yep. It's actually illegal to do the alligator fuckhouse in this <laughs> body of water. A lot of people don't know that. Right. It's dangerous to do it in any body of water. Boards up. We're looking for. There is one. The Sargosa Sea. The Sargosa Sea. All right. Sargosa Sea is located entirely within the Atlantic Ocean, and it's also where eels travel to and disappear somewhere and then come back as different eels every single year. Like what? Like glasses and a mustache? Question number eight. What does the acronym SWOC stand for when written on the back of an envelope? What does the acronym SWOC, S-W-A-L-K, stand for when written on the back of an envelope. Again, that is S-W-A-L-K. Send with a large knife. Oh, nice. And you, like, can't tell because... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The knife know. is made out of paper, yeah. obviously. It's a paper knife. It's a paper cut. Yeah. Right? Worst of all cuts. Machete paper. Yeah. People have had, like, their, like, arms, heads, if you could talk to them. Be like, what's the worst type of cut? Paper cut. Of course. You've had your head cut off. Nothing. That was nothing. One time I got a cut on a cereal box. Oh, cardboard cut? I'm actually a ghost right now, Kevin. <laughs> no Boards up. Doubt. Probably Board, wish you were. Boards up. We're looking for scent with a loving kiss. We're looking for scent with a loving kiss. <laughs> sealed with a lesbian kiss was close. Yeah. We will, we will also take sealed with a loving kiss or scent with a loving kiss. What about lesbian kiss? That's probably loving. I... I <laughs> I That's think love in my world. I understand, but it's not the correct answer. All right. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm not the fucking bad guy. I've never heard of that. I've heard of, like, sealed with a kiss before, but I've never heard of, like, you had to write it? It's because... Put on some lipstick. <laughs> Let's draw it. I don't know. Maybe, like, in World War II when they were sending letters back home, they didn't have lipstick in the trench to put on and let their wife know they cared. There's plenty of dead bodies. <laughs> a little bit of blood goes a long way. Question number nine. In what decade did the Soviet Union create their first anti-satellite weapon? In what decade did the Soviet Union first create, sorry, create their first anti-satellite weapon. I spent the last couple couple of weeks doing a bit of a deep dive into anti-satellite technology and the history right. of it. Yeah. Last pretty week. fucking crazy. We talked about how in 2007, China tested their first one successfully. Everybody was pissed. Mm -hmm. This one's a yeah. lot earlier than that. And Russia and America were like battling each other for yeah. ability to blow well, shit up in it, space. So it was like, it was like Russia set something up and they're like, damn it, they beat us to it. You know what we'll do? We'll build something to blow it up. <laughs> and then they do that. And then Russia's like, well, I got to do that. And while they're doing that, 
U.S. sent something up, and they're like, now we've got it. And they're I gotta, like, well, hey. I got to build something to blow up their thing that's going to blow up my and thing before it, just, it blows. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And it just, it just, it ripples. It's a ripple effect across the globe. Boards up. The first anti-satellite weapon built by the Soviet Union was built in 1963. Tested successfully in 1968. Wow. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 17 is in the lead, sealing that off with a loving kiss. Team number 5, 6, 8, and 10 able to tie it up. Team number 4... Oh boy, you're here. You're you're actually a group of living human beings. Wow. There's two people with glasses there. Obviously not prescription. <laughs> Those are from Shoppers Drug Mart. Those are off the rack at the max convenience, I can Come on, tell. I look better in glasses. Question 10. What is the color of Rupert the Bear's sweater? What is the color of Rupert the Bear's sweater? He's got yellow pants. He got like yellow uh Mustard. They're like, but they're like mustard checkered kind yeah, of. Yeah, you're right. Uh, like houndstooth. Wait, I got a question now. You said mustard <laughs> right. pants. Right. Could you theoretically put mustard on something to create a pair of like, and then it dries? Right, because mustard dries as like a flake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you wear mustard pants? I don't know. I think so. If there was a way to like tan it or like... Maybe clear nail polish it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think you can make armor out of mustard. I think it's impenetrable. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for Rupert the Bear's sweater is red. We're looking for red. There oh. we go. One point. One well, point. Well, you're still fucking losing. Team number 17 is getting the, the win with 16 points. They're getting a pitcher of beer from the fine folks at Gateway City Brewery. <laughs> Round two, question one. What type of weather is an old shepherding term that are long-standing household companies with a large market cap, such as Coca-Cola or IBM, that give investors an indication of where markets are headed. What type of weather? So blank weather, good weather. Leather? Uh, Steve weather. Steve leather. What type of weather is an old shepherding term that are long-standing household companies with a large market cap, such as Coca-Cola or IBM, that give investors an indication of where markets are are headed. I also believe that it's oh, the like name... Oh, like it's rainy weather for yeah, the market. Exactly. Okay, I get it. So this yeah. is called a blank weather company. Blank weather company. It's also, I believe, the name of the uh, mayor in Zootopia, if that helps you, helps you out at all. I have no fucking idea about any of this shit. That's why I'm poor. I just assume... I don't know. Do I you assume that people know shit about investing and stuff like that? You're right. They wouldn't be eating at the moose. No. That's true. No. <laughs> Boards up. Not our fan base. Boards up. We're looking for bellwether. We're looking for bellwether. Hey. The fuck is that, bellwether? Good weather for the sheep, dude. What? You fucking know it's good weather for the sheep. <laughs> bellwether. It basically just means, like, if, if, you know, the stock market, they're like, the stock market is collapsing, but those bellwether companies are doing fine, and they're like, well, you know, I think everything's going to be okay. Does it have anything to do with ringing the bell? I think it has to do with specifically the song Ring My Bell mixed with Saved by the Bell. At the same time. Question number two. Something a little bit easier. True or false? The Mississippi River runs through 41 states. True or false? The Mississippi River runs through 41 states. Everyone knows there's 472 states of America. Yeah. One Soon. <laughs> Soon there will be. Canada, the northern state of America. The United States of Steve. Ooh, yeah. who's Steve? I don't know. 
Jobs? Probably. He's coming back? Oh, I hope so. He's making a return? Turtlenecks are back, baby. It would also hide the fact that his neck isn't a neck, but it's just a tiny spinal cord. Right. Because he's a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little loose, I guess. <laughs> you could put up. like a pair of socks in there or something, though. Boards up. We're looking for that is false. That is false. Approximately 10 states not including tributaries. Okay. Everybody. But you don't know what fucking bellwether is? Question number three. We got a sports question. Ugh, sports. sports. What Boston Celtics legend was known as the Hick from French Lick? What Boston Celtics great was known as the Hick from French Lick? I think that that's probably how he picked up girls, too. You ever heard had the prick from French Lick? Well, if you've heard of a French kiss, it's like licking in your mouth. <laughs> You ever seen a dog eat eat water when it's really thirsty? <laughs> dog eat water. You ever seen a dog bite hose water? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do to you. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Bob, Bob with two Bs. Bob Jones with two Bs Bob is a good guess. Fucking Larry Bird, dude. Question number four. Three. French lick. <laughs> it's like a French dip. <laughs> Question four. Like According to legend, a sick person will get better if they fold how many paper cranes? According to Japanese legend, a sick person will get better if they fold how many paper cranes? I'm pretty sure there's a, a book about this. About a, There is. Yeah, it's like an old uh, like Japanese wives' tale kind of thing. You probably just get so bored you die. And then they're like, look it. Look, you got to 12. That's not going to do it. <laughs> That's not going to fucking do it. It's more than fucking 12. <laughs> Boards up. Like, you're going to have to put some fucking time in. Boards up. We're looking for 1,000 paper cranes. 1,000 paper cranes. 999. Still dead. One more. That's all you had to do. One more. Honestly, I'm so fucking lazy that if they're like, if you fold 1,000 paper cranes, you can live through anything, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> like, honestly, I'll get to, like, 10. Yeah, whatever. Kill me. Question number five. Which of the following is the name of Popeye's father? Did you even know he had a dad? Is it A, Sailor Stevie, B, Captain Hunter, or C, Poop Deck Pappy? What is the name of Popeye's father? Is it A, Sailor Stevie, B, Captain Hunter, or C, Poop Deck Pappy? If it's not Poop Deck Pappy, I'm out of here. Exactly. Oh. It's such a perfect name. There's no possible way that you could make that name better. No. If it's not that, I'm out of here. I quit. You're going to leave? Yeah. That's like, it. You quit. I'll just I'll hang it up. All right. We're going to have tryouts for a new uh, trivia host. Good luck. Boards up. We're looking for C, Poop Deck Pappy. C, Poop Deck Pappy. Woo! You get to keep your job. Congratulations. Yeah. Question number six. When exposed to air, what non-metallic element can burst into flames spontaneously? When exposed to air, what non-metallic element, element can burst into flames spontaneously? I believe that cesium or kesium or kesium or something also does this, but it is a metallic element. Right. What was the stuff that they used uh, at 9-11? <laughs> Uh, planes, I think, is the correct answer. <laughs> Boards up. Oh, right. They're made of metal. So. Boards up. We're looking for that. phosphorus. We're looking for phosphorus. Phosphorus. Round of applause, Team 3, snatching up the butthole. 
That asshole that immediately ignites when it's exposed to air. Question number seven. I mean, that's kind of true. Blue Angel. What console would you have found the video game Call of Duty Roads to Victory on? What console would you have found the video game Call of Duty Roads to Victory on? I'm going to give you a hint. It is a handheld console. A handheld console. Look at Game Gear. Oh, get in the gear. Get in the gear. <laughs> I just want Randy Savage to do every commercial of all time. Why didn't they do that? They did. Uh, he did a lot, but like he should have done a lot more. All? Yeah. Even for like, it's your baby's birthday and it's time for a picture to remember that they're one. They're never going to be this young and cute again. Take them down to Melinda's baby picture house. Come on down to Sears. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sears days. Welcome to Sears. Boards up. We're looking for PSP. 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 Ain't nobody fucking heard of Bellwether, but half of you guys spent your money on a PSP. So, well, it says a Dude, lot about PSPs the PSPs were worth the money. Like you could, you could like, you could like hack a PSP. Like hack it, bro. You could fucking hack it, man. You could like run a Linux kernel on it. Yeah, you could. Whoa. Yeah. Legit, bro. Yeah. Whoa. Question number eight. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, here we go. Question number eight. <laughs> Speaking of hate, eight. <laughs> Sam Rockwell played an isolated astronaut in what 2009 film? Sam Rockwell played an isolated astronaut in what 2009 film? He's like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill me and they're going to replace me with a clone of me. Uh, good movie. It's a pretty good movie. Good movie. Was his name Dave in it? No, his name's Sam Rockwell. No, his real name is Sam Rockwell. They send the actor, it Sam was, Rockwell. It uh, was um, Kevin Spacey who played uh, the voice of the robot uh, because they couldn't have him on there because he was just touching everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we can, we can do your voice. You get a little grabby. Just send a voicemail in, and uh, yeah. we'll just use that in the film. <laughs> yeah. Boards up. We're looking for Moon. We're looking for Moon. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. There's it's a good movie. nobody else in the movie except for Sam Rockwell and the Sam voice Sam Rockwell of... and the voice of uh, alleged pervert Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Robotic pervert Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Question... Number. Stop touching me, robot. Nine. System error. Uh, speaking of perverts, question number nine. In what year did R. Kelly release the song "I Believe I Can Fly"? In what year did R. Kelly release the song "I Believe I Can Fly"? Kevin, with an accidental segue, rolled right into I that. I love those. You love perverts? No, accidental <laughs> segues and perverts. I like the word pervert. It's a good. It's such a good word. Like if somebody's like, "Oh, that guy, he's a pervert." It's not very often that a word sounds like the thing it's describing. You exactly. Know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's exactly how I feel about the word pervert. <laughs> yeah. And even like short formed, like perv is not any it's better. It's got a nice plosive at the beginning. Yeah. It's a bit like slimy yeah. in the middle. Totally. Yeah. Pervert. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We are looking for R. Kelly release a song I Believe I Can Fly on November 26th, 1996. 1996. There you go. Celebrating R. Kelly. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 16. Oh, sorry. Team number 8 is in the lead with 7 points. Bunch of teams able to tie it up. Team number 4 has taken our shame, getting 3 points, which ties them in last fucking place. There you're, you go. You're tied. Yeah. 
Well, there you are. You're not alone. You're not there alone. You yeah, you guys can, like, start a club. <laughs> Question number 10. Where generally are you most likely to find creepy pasta? Where generally are you most likely to find creepy pasta? The answer is not in a haunted Italian restaurant. Ooh. The answer is not Luigi's Mansion 1, 2, or 3. Right. The answer is not behind Eastside Mario's in an unmarked graveyard where they bury all the people oh, that they kill. Oh, my God. That's where Bada Boom and Bada Bing are buried. They Bada Boom you. <laughs> and then they Bada Bring you back there. That old fucking tomato that everybody's pissed on, buried <laughs> back there. <laughs> That tomato seemed more pissed. Like, just, dude, like, as soon as I see, like, kids, like, touching it and stuff, I'm like, there's no way they clean that, number one. <laughs> Nobody's going out there at the beginning of their shift. Hey, uh, Doug, you want to go out there and uh, spray down the big tomato? <laughs> no. It is, in fact, getting pissed on by everybody. Everyone. Everybody's pissing on Even if thing. I don't have to pee, I pull over my car yeah. and I force one out. Boards up. Creepy pasta is found on the internet. It's found on the internet. Reddit's fine. Uh, it's not just Reddit. It existed long before Reddit existed. 4chan? Long before 4chan. Internet, website. Online. Online. Yeah. All right. All right. It's like, it's like where, where can you read articles like on your computer and you were like, ah, I don't know, Facebook? It's like the whole internet. The whole fucking internet. You can find what? it everywhere. Facebook? That, that's where I learned about Trudeau being a goof. <laughs> Team number eight was able to maintain their lead with eight points. Alrighty, we are back for the third round of Trivia, the music round. If this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way that the music round works is a little bit different than the other rounds because for each question, there's a possibility of two points per question. You get one point for the correct song title and one point for the correct band name. With regards to that... You do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and it's a song by Stink, you are incorrect. If you write Stink and a song by The Police, you're incorrect. Same thing with the song title. If you add a word, if you miss a word, you are incorrect. The theme for the next few weeks is going to be The Five Senses. Last week, we did Smells Like Teen Spirit. This week is going to be A Taste of Ink. So all of these song titles have something yeah. to do with tasting. That can be a specific. That could be flavor. That could be taste. That could be uh, sweet. That could be lick. That could right. be whatever. What's next week? Touched by an uncle. Yep. There we go. That makes, that makes the three hairs that still grow at the front of my old hairline. Yeah? It stimulates them. You have three hairs? There's three hairs that grow like where my old hairline used Let to be. Let them grow and we'll braid it. <laughs> French braid it. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. What a poop song that is. A couple of people wrote the correct spelling of week. It is W-E-A-K. Nintendo. Nintendo. You ever heard the remix where the entire song is just him saying Nintendo? It's pretty good. Who the fuck is going to know this? <laughs> I bet that Angie and Darren know this one. 
I know it for sure. If Marco was there, maybe. Boards up. We are looking for A Taste of Honey by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. A Taste of Holy honey. shit, 12, two points. <laughs> Probably cheating. Probably cheating. How? You what? Your grandma listens to it and you just got that? Amazing. Question number three. Here's something a little bit uh, a little bit more simple. Oh my god, this is gonna be painful. Cause it's a bit sweet symphony that's Didn't they not get any money? They got fucking not only did they not get any fucking money, they got sued by the Rolling Stones. Did they go to their house? Like Mick Jagger went to their house and was like... Jagger showed up, killed the wife, <laughs> killed the wife, cooked the children. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. The Verve. Here's a band with a lot more hits, and uh, Kevin loves them for it. Kevin just, just can't get enough. I knew this was going to be in here, and it pisses me off. Fucking garbage. If it's garbage, why do you know it? How do you not know that? It's played on the Fox. <laughs> Every in, 12 minutes. It's in your bloodstream. Same reason you know, like, Katy Perry or anything like that. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for Lick It Up by Kiss. Lick It Up by Kiss. <laughs> Van, Van Halen. <laughs> Speaking of licking, question number five. <laughs> Yes, you heard that. He likes me to spank him and when I'd come in his mouth. Wow. That's, uh, again, people were like really upset when Cardi B released that wet ass pussy song, but we've been doing wet ass pussy for fucking years. Oh, what do you mean we? <laughs> The people of music. The people? <laughs> Us. What do you mean, we? Musicians. I got a song like that, too. We all got a song like that. All yeah, musicians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine's called Pecker John. Mine calls Show Me Where You Poop From. There you go. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for How Many Licks by Lil' Kim. How Many Licks by Lil' Kim. Team 11, I want to pause and just note that you guys uh, wrote... Tasty Pussy. On a, yeah, you, you took the time... To write the words "tasty pussy," which I don't know that anyone's ever like written that by hand since like letters to Penthouse. That's right. Yeah, Penthouse that, forum. That was the yeah. last time that somebody, yeah, yeah, probably a text for sure, but not by hand. Right. Or somebody who eats cats. <laughs> These cats are delicious. Question number six. <laughs> I should write a letter about it. How are you guys doing with this music round so far? Terrible. There you go. Not not as bad as 13 if they are still here. So, boards up. We're looking for A Taste of Ink by The Used. A Taste of Ink by The Used. Woof. 
I gave it to you if you had a taste of ink, the taste of ink, some taste of ink. <laughs> a little bit of taste of ink. Some people just had taste of ink. Question number seven. A little bit of CanCon for the evening. Never picking up a phone unless it rings twice. Only answers with a question. And if I try to play it cool, Kevin always makes fun of me when I play music. I just like whenever I see somebody get something like that, I just think about their morning routine, and this is what they're listening to. This is what gets them going through the day, you know. And I, I have to listen to something like Hammer Smashed Face. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for a particular taste by Sean Mendez. Particular taste by Sean Mendez. Who's Sean Mendez? Was he that guy that was on the side of a fucking Tim Hortons cup for a bit? I was fucking livid <laughs> about that. I was like, who the fuck is this? He kind of looks like Sidney Crosby a little bit, actually. I'm not even happy that if Sidney Crosby's on the cup. Like, he was literally the only human that's ever been that's on a ever cup. That's ever been on a cup, you know? Put a missing child on it or something, <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ. Give me something to smile about, yeah, you know? Yeah, you know? Give me some <laughs> Question number eight. Here, here we oh, go. Oh, another kid's missing. Oh, well. Boards up. We're looking for Sweetness by Jimmy World. Sweetness by Jimmy World. One of the seven possible albums we agree that on. That can be played in the car without either of us being upset. That's right. I dream of your first kiss and then I feel upon my lips. I think that they were definitely trying to break into the American audience with that one. They were no like, problem. we got to do some more of that Elvis thing. So yeah. <laughs> or is that we're looking for a taste of honey by the Beatles? A taste of honey by the Beatles. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now. Team number six is not a team of ghosts because they're doing great with 14 points. Team number five able to tie it up with 13. Everyone else uh, is, is doing a pretty even job of shitting the bed uh, equally in, in equal number and equal turns. Congratulations. I mean, everyone should at least get the band name. Come on. Yeah, like, I mean, on. yeah, it's pretty obvious at this point. Boards up. We're looking for Taste the Pain by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Taste the Pain by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And with that, team number six was able to maintain their lead with a whopping 16 points. Where are you, team six? Who is it? Would you like to spin the wheel of misfortune where you have the possibility of getting an extra three bonus points or some other things or making an enemy or just take you either way you will get your one bonus point you want it, you're gonna spin it you're gonna spin it oh rolling the dice so just so everyone Here knows uh, the, in the middle it says plus three points which means plus four points because they get the bonus point anyways but these two beside it both say death if they land on that they lose, they lose all of their all the points, points for, for the this round, round. Damn, we're going to be it's here not, all it's fucking not price nights. Is right. Yeah, we don't have Jesus prices Christ. right rules here. We should. We're going to be finished in 30, 30 minutes. Make an enemy. Make an enemy. So you are able to trade one of your uh, round's points from one of the other rounds with another team. 
So you decide on that, and we'll be back in just a minute with the second round, or the fourth and final round of trivia. Also, you're getting a bonus point for the overall. Thanks for sticking around. So I just want to let everybody know about uh, The Verve. Apparently in 2019, the Rolling Stones signed over all the royalties and rights to that song back to uh, The Verve. Oh, well, that's nice. That's nice. I mean, sure, they lost, you know, 30 years' worth of royalties. Uh, they didn't yeah, get them. Yeah, you could have them now. But yeah. they said now yeah, yeah. You can, you'll get everything from this point onwards. Right. After it hasn't been popular for 30 That's years. That's like, uh, like owning a horse and riding it until its legs are broken and then being like, well, now you can have it back. <laughs> this horse, it's yours again. You can have it again. Round four, question one. Multiple choice question. What was the size of the first memory keys or flash drives that were sold by IBM? Was it A, 254 kilobytes, B, 8 megabytes, or C, 123 megabytes? What was the size of the first memory keys or flash drives sold by IBM? Was it A, 254 kilobytes, B, 8 megabytes, or C, 123 Three megabytes. Not a lot. Not a lot. But probably, then again, probably eight hundred dollars. Actually, seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually like a car, and you had to park it in the computer. Boards up. We are looking for B eight megabytes. B eight megabytes. Woo! Uh, it was released in two thousand, and it was called Disc on Key. Question number two. Which Edward was the first British monarch to voluntarily abdicate from the throne? What Edward was the first British monarch to voluntarily abdicate from abdicate, 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 Watergate from the throne? That's a nice way of saying. Which is the only one that was like, "Yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm going to make this choice," rather yeah, than no being thank like, you. "Time to go." Yep. No thanks. Time to cut your head off. No thanks. I don't like that. I'm not sleeping with my sister. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's weird. Yeah. Did, they, did they have him on the money for a little bit, do you think? For, what do you they mean? They must have had him on the money for a little bit. Maybe a bit. That must have been nice that he never had to see himself getting old on every time he paid with cash. Boards up. We're looking for Edward the Eighth. Edward the Eighth. V I I I. Ten got it. David Windsor. All right. Well, that's a lot of knowledge. Why? What? No. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I didn't know. Yeah, that's from a television show. I didn't know that. I know you didn't. For some reason, it just made me think of David Wilcox. Maybe that's what he became later oh, after he gave it up. for fuck's sakes. You think? Maybe. Question three. No, I don't want the crown. I just want to write dog shit music. <laughs> I want to write about cocaine. Question number three. In what decade does the film Dirty Dancing take place? In what decade does the film Dirty Dancing take place? Also, we didn't uh, recognize that team number uh, 10 was the only ones to get that last That's one. That's right. Sorry. You're getting the crown. <laughs> the bum crown. <laughs> the crowning ass achievement. <laughs> uh, what decade does the film Dirty Dancing take place? A little film with... Sort of footloosey. It is. Almost footloose, where it's like, hey, we don't like that kind of dancing. We barely like dancing at all. We only like the the rumba. Right. You don't like you don't like seeing an older man grind your daughter <laughs> into dust beneath his pelvis? 
<laughs> Dude, as an older male, when you watch Dirty Dancing, you're like, I don't think he's like that far. I don't think he's that wrong. Also, Baby never explained to her dad that Patrick Swayze's character didn't get her pregnant. He was just being a good friend. Like yeah. There's, there's so many things where I'm like, yeah. good communication like, skills. Like a, literally just a, like a single conversation. Yeah, would have been so good. Boards up. It takes place in 1963, 1960s. Woo. Not only did your boyfriend knock that girl up, oh, and she could have just been like, no, that's not what happened, Dad. This is what happened. Yeah. You think I'd lift somebody up like that and just had an abortion? <laughs> Don't kills, be crazy. You lift somebody like that, it kills the baby immediately. Yeah. Question number four. Multiple choice question. What is the name of Unit Galahad from the United States Army that had the rare distinction of having every member receive a bronze star? as well as a 1962 film created about their exploits. Is it A, the Grey Death Legion, B, Merrill's Marauders, or C, the first Trelwan Lancers? What was the name of Unit Galahad of the United States Army who had the rare distinction of having every member receive a bronze star, as well as a 1962 film created about their exploits? Was it A, Grey Death Legion, B, Merrill's Marauders, or C, First Trelwan Lancers. I'm going to let you know two of those are uh, from the Battletech universe. Men who, men and ladies who ride... <laughs> men and ladies. And ladies. Yeah. Battletech doesn't discriminate. It's in the future. They'll exactly. take what they can get. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of eugenics in the Battletech universe. That's what I'm though. saying. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like yeah, like back in like the 40s and stuff is like just men. Okay, we got a lot of men. We're just gonna take the men. Now they're like, we're gonna take men and ladies, but we're also gonna uh, murder any babies that are weak. Right. So smart. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for B. Merrill's Marauders. B. Merrill's Marauders. Merrill's Marauders. Question number five. In what year? Was the game Pokemon Go released for smartphones? In what year was Pokemon Go released for smartphones? Got so many people off their butts, getting their steps in. It was ingenious that way. It was like, how do we get nerds to come out of their house? <laughs> well, what if they, we told them there's a Charizard on their front lawn? <laughs> well... Alan, that's the start. Boards Up Pokemon Go was released in 2016. 2016. <laughs> Question number six. True or false? One of the highest selling toys ever sold at the Sotheby's auction house was a misprint of the classic Simon color match game where it is spelled S-E-M-O-N. True or false, one of the highest-selling toys ever sold at Sotheby's Auction House was a misprint of the classic Simon color game where it says semen, but spelled wrong. Simon. Simon. Hey, Mom, I, I like that game, <laughs> semen. <laughs> like, no. But, you know, like, every parent always, like, calls it, right. like, a, like, a PlayStation Cube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the Segtendo? Get off that semen and come on downstairs for dinner. Boards <laughs> up. We're looking for... That's false. That's false. I just made That's that up, false. too. That's false. Yeah. That'd be weird if that happened. Justin Rocos told me that all my true or false questions were all true for, like, a year. And yep. he said that we just knew to guess true. So I just started making up random shit. It's fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
If you want to make up a true or false question, send it to Superfun9Trivia, and, uh, and I'll ask it for you. Question number seven. We got a sports question. Sports. What team won the 2021 Super Bowl with 31 points to the other team's nine? What team won the 2021 Super Bowl with 31 points to the other team's nine? It made the other team one of three teams to ever not score a touchdown in a Super Bowl. You know what's great about not being a football fan is, uh, like, when the Super Bowl comes around, I just wake up the next day and I get to, like, watch all the cool commercials. And your blood isn't slow? Yeah, I get mad. I didn't throw anything at my TV. I didn't hit my girlfriend. I meant more that you, like, ate four to five solid bricks of melted cheese. <laughs> Boards up. It was Tom Brady's seventh win, and we're looking for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was the when Bucks. he was traded. Question number eight. What type of transportation object does the Italian company Apria manufacture? What type of transportation does the Italian company Apria manufacture? Transportation meaning, is it a kite? If I had to guess, it'd be one of those chairs that bring people up the stairs. <laughs> like in Gremlins where fires are out the window. <laughs> Where's Gremlins 3? I need to Who know. Who cares? I care. It's like it's it's like Half-Life 3. It can't happen. It'll never be as good as we want it to be. It'll never happen. They can't do it. You, you just can't. The hype Even, got bigger than the idea. You know what? Just film Steven Spielberg taking a dump for an hour and a half. Did you know Steven Spielberg didn't even fucking direct the first one? What a guy. He's just stealing. Yeah. Who did the first one? I, David Spielberg. Dude, <laughs> no, somebody else. But boards anyways, up. yeah. Boards up. Look it up. It they make sucks. Boards up. They make motorcycles. They make motorcycles. Hello, I am Stephen Apria. Dr. Stephen Apria of Motorcycle. And I'm here with a message for you. Don't touch the tomato. It's covered in piss. Question nine. In the television show Bob the Builder, what is the name of his female business partner? In the television show Bob the Builder... What is the name of his female business partner? Barb the Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do anything. I got all these goddamn... God damn it. You come in here, you're yelling at us. <laughs> don't even keep the fucking goddamn coffee warm. <laughs> Boards up. Go talk to Barb. You're going to hate it. <laughs> Boards up. We are looking for Wendy. We're looking for Wendy. Wendy. Did anybody get Wendy? Okay. No, Sally Screwdriver. Jeez. You wish it was Susan Secretary. You're so bored. No, you're just so bored of Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't even care. I just want to see something sexy on a child show. <laughs> I don't care. I'll jack off to that baby son. <laughs> Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number five is in the lead with seven points. Nobody able to tie it up. A bunch of people eating shit. Question number 10. What memory-erasing fruit eaten by Odysseus's men also shares the, a name with a luxury car brand? What memory-erasing fruit... Eaten by Odysseus's men also shares a name with a car 
brand. Uh, important note, you probably don't know it as a fruit. You probably know it as a type of flower. Right. No, like a brand like Toyota or Honda or Mazda. Zoom, zoom. It's not GMC. All my, all my buds ate too much GMC <laughs> and they fucking passed out. <laughs> That's really funny. There's a track right there. That's hilarious. Boards up. I did a bunch of GMC. Boards up. It is Lotus. It is Lotus. It's a flower. Everybody else, Ford. <laughs> uh, I was going to add in there, and also one of the most expensive magic cards, but I was worried that that was going to give too much away. There's a lot of nerds in here yeah. today. Team number five snatching up the win with a whopping eight points. Round of applause, team number five. You're getting a $10 gift certificate from the five Woo! folks at the Moose. Give me a quick second to see who the overall winner is. Just sneaking out a lead with 26 points. Team number five is going to be getting the win for that as well. They're getting a $15 gift ticket from the fine folks at the Moose and also getting their picture taken with the giant check. If you want your picture taken with the giant loser check, because everyone else is a fucking loser, we can bring the check over to your table and get your picture taken with it if you want. As always, thank you very much for coming and supporting live entertainment at the Moose. It would not be the same if it was just me and Kevin making fun of each other up here. So thank you very much. Have Super a great Trivia is recorded at a bar way up in North North Canada with your hosts, Kevin and Cole. It's edited slightly to make it easier on your ears. If you have a question or an idea for a question, send it to superfunontrivia at gmail.com. If you'd like to send scathing hate mail or tasteful news to your grandparents, please direct them to the same address, care of Kevin. If you really, really like our podcast, hop on our Patreon for our exclusive Trivia After Dark podcast or share our show on social media with a friend or hated enemy. Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom.